Hi guys, welcome back to the Technocritic Podcast. How are you guys doing this week? I am doing pretty well. Unfortunately, as you can see, I kind of missed my deadline for this week's episode. I'm sorry. Like I said, episodes are going to be every other week. That's just best for my school-wise and everything. Uh, This is actually episode number three, but half of this is recording in January and half of this is going to be recorded in the beginning of March. So, yeah, um, basically, I had an episode two up, which was just talking about my social media break. And that does deal with technology, so I didn't want to make an episode about that. But that was last week's episode, or the last episode. Um, so there's that. Uh, yeah, so this week is going to be all about why smartphones will always be boring. Yes, I know. What a deranged topic to talk about because there's lots of opinions, and y'all aren't even ready to hear my opinions about shit because we're going to get real, and we're going to get real really quickly. So... Without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. So I'm going to start instituting a little thing called the episode check-in before each episode starts. It's going to be like about a minute section where I just talk about kind of a little bit of a check-in of how my life is going and everything like that. So if you're not really interested in my life, which I mean, I get it, you can skip ahead. Um, but anyways, so this episode's check-in is just going to be that I do have my Instagram active. It is at Technocritic Pod. However, I am taking a social media break, so I have not posted on it since. <laughs> so uh, yeah, episodes are just going to happen. If I don't post an episode, you don't know why, because I just wasn't feeling it or wasn't feeling up to it. So that's kind of just the check-in, just saying that my Instagram, it's active, but I'm not actively posting on it. So you can go there, follow me on Instagram, it's at TechnocriticPod. Yeah, I will be back in April for my social media break, and I'll be posting kind of like snippets of the episodes that I missed. But yeah, you can expect the next episode to be... I have to pull up my calendar because I don't know... (laughs) I don't know dates, but the next episode is going to be on March 17th, and that is St. Patrick's Day, so that's when the next episode is going to be, and then the next episode after that is going to be on March 31st, and then the next episode after that is going to be April 14th, so uh, March 17th, March 31st, and April 14th are the next three episodes, so be sure to click out for that, okay? Now let's get into the episode because we got lots of shit to talk about. Okay, so now let's get into why I think smartphones will, in the future, and possibly just this year in general, are just going to be boring from now here on out. And, like, there's, like, a pretty deep synopsis about this, because, like, this has been happening for, like, the past almost five years of smartphones maturing and everything like that. You know, just this past year was a five-year anniversary of the iPhone ten coming out which came out in 2017. And yeah, that was five years ago, which is absolutely crazy. It's going to be six years this year. So not much has changed since then in a way. Um, I feel like that was kind of like the catalyst when smartphones started to finally look different for once. But now we're at the point where things are just starting to kind of plateau and look the same. So let's really talk about that. So 
um, the main point I want to bring up is mature tech equals less innovation. So what do I mean by that is I mean that the more we get into the future and like the more smartphones that come out per se, like let's look at the last iPhone. Okay. The iPhone 14, it was just a matured version of the iPhone 13, which was just a matured version of the iPhone 12. You know, it, they're all just little evolutions on top of each other. And that's really what smartphones are going to be from now on. I can't see them being that drastically different and that drastically cool and unique. Unless, of course, there's like a new feature or not really a new feature. There's a new form factor or something like that. But as of now, they're just going to be very boring. You know, I mean, we're at the point where things are matured. You know, there was a point in the automotive industry when automobiles were matured. You know, of course, they had like little like evolutions and stuff like that. And I think we're still going to have evolutions in the smartphone. But I honestly think that we're at the point where things are just going to be maturing. And we're not going to really notice anything too crazy, you know. I just, I can't, I can't see it happening, you know. I mean, looking at like the rumors for the Galaxy S23, it seems very similar to the S22 and it probably seemed very similar to the S21. There's just not much more you can do with the smartphone besides get a better camera in it and put more battery life in it. What else can you do? What other features can you add? There's really just not much left to do. And that's just the that's just the truth of it at all, honestly. That's just what, you know, was going to happen. And, you know, it goes into the next point of I feel like there's going to be fewer and fewer reasons to actually upgrade every single year. You know, a lot of people would upgrade their smartphones yearly, and now they're noticing that there's just no reason to really do that. You know, there's nothing stopping us or making us want to do that, you know. I know many people who used to upgrade phones every year and they just don't, they just stop doing it because they seem the same every year. And this is on iPhone side and this is on Android side. They're just pretty much bored. And you know, I completely understand. It is getting really boring and there's less and less reasons to upgrade every single year. There's even less and less reasons to upgrade every other year at this point, you know. You know, when the iPhone 14 came out, it was pretty much focused on people who had the iPhone 12 and they wanted to upgrade. And many people just kept their iPhone 12s for another year because why even bother, you know? There's just not many other reasons to upgrade. And that's just the truth of it, unfortunately. So I'm going to guess a lot of people who are listening to this podcast right now probably have at least a phone from, I'd say, 2018, maybe 2017 that they're rocking currently. And I'm going to guess that most of you probably don't really have a reason really honestly to upgrade. And I want, this is something I'm going to touch on in a future episode, but I did want to talk about how there's literally probably very few reasons for you to upgrade your technology. And I feel like this also just goes with the smartphone theme of this episode. You know, every year there's a new phone coming out that has new features. And like, we're all like, oh my God, this seems super cool. And then a few months go by and then you realize it's the same shit you've been buying for the past three years, you know? So I kind of want to speak to those people who literally just don't upgrade every year. They upgrade maybe every two, three, or four years. And they're totally happy with it. And if those people 
are totally happy with their phones for two, three, four years, then you're probably totally happy with your phone for two, three, four years. Even the tech industry. I feel like a lot of tech channels, they just justify upgrading things. And like, I mean, me personally too. They just justify upgrading things because you're reviewing technology and you love technology and you're a technology enthusiast. We all tend to think that there's a justification for upgrading every every few years and every year, but there really isn't. There just there really just freaking isn't. And your current phone is honestly pretty good. Now I'm not gonna sit here and say that, oh yeah, this year I'm totally not gonna upgrade to the iPhone 15 because I said that last year and I clowned myself, okay? I said I wasn't gonna get the iPhone 14. I said I was ugly. I said that the whole bunch looked stupid and dumb. And then I ended up with the iPhone 14. So I'm not going to say that because there's just no point of doing that every year. I said it every year. And I'm like, I don't need to upgrade this year. And then Apple releases a new keynote and I'm just like drooling over it. So I'm not going to say that. But I will say that, especially last year, I was so extremely satisfied with my phone. And that was the first time in a long time, honestly. Okay, so like, I mean, yeah, no, pretty much in the longest time, I was really satisfied, and that, that 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 says something, you know. I finally had my max size iPhone that had the modern design, that had the three cameras I wanted. It had 120 hertz. It was in a color I loved, and I was extremely freaking satisfied. And you know, the main reason why I wanted to upgrade was because of the the dynamic island and. Looking at the dynamic island now, I love it. It's cool, but it ain't a reason to upgrade. It's just not. The iPhone 13 Pro Max was just super nice. And then, I mean, there was a reason why I went from the iPhone 12 Pro to the iPhone 13 Pro Max, just because the battery was just really horrible in that phone. But even like going from the iPhone 11 to the 12 Pro, I really didn't need to do that. The 11 was really good and solid. Especially from the iPhone XR to the iPhone 11, there was literally no reason for me to do that. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I just, I feel like we're at the point where a lot of people are just saying, you know what, the phone I have in my pocket right now is perfect. You know, I don't need a camera upgrade. I don't need a battery upgrade. I'll just get a battery replacement when I need to, and then I'll just be chilling. And I salute those people. Those people are like, great, because they, they they've realized that Technology has gotten so freaking good that you do not even need to think. Sorry about that. Technology has gotten so good that you don't even need to think about upgrading. Don't even need to think about it. So let that sink in for a little bit. You know, um, save those thoughts for the next uh, episode. But yeah, um, it's kind of just how I feel, you know. So the next thing I want to talk about is the fact that there's really only so much you can do with the current phone design, the smartphone design that we're at right now. I mean, let's be real, the smartphone literally has been the same rectangle, big rectangle with a screen, touchscreen, since 2007. And because of that, we're only like doing the same thing over and over again you know you know what i mean so there's only so much you can do with a rectangle and i think that's what's getting people tripped up and that's what's getting people boring and that's what's getting people to say that the smartphone is peaked and that's why people are saying that the smartphone will always be boring because when you think about it there's not much you can do with a square 
a rectangle. There's not much you can do with a rectangle. So, companies now like Samsung are developing folding screen phones to innovate on that idea. And I say innovate in air quotes because, I mean, yeah, foldable glass is cool, but I mean, the only reason why they're making foldable phones is because no one is buying the normal phones. So, that, that, like, see, you know, you know, a market is mature when things just don't change that much. Like, look at the computer market. For the longest time, the computer market has been literally the same thing over and over again. And it technically still is the same thing. I mean, we're getting some new processors and stuff, but it's the same thing. The market has matured. People don't buy a new computer every year. They buy a new computer every five to six years. Look at the auto space. People don't buy a new car every year. They buy a new car probably every six to seven years, I would say. So the smartphone market, people are now not buying new phones every year. They're buying it every three to four years. Soon that will be five to six and then maybe six to seven and then maybe seven to ten years, you know. Like the thing is, is that I don't keep talking about this, but there really is just not much more you can add. Like you can add an extra camera. You can change a feature. You can do this. You can do that with it. But at the end of the day, it is the same thing that nothing changes. <laughs> nothing changes. It is the same old thing that you had before with just a bigger battery, maybe a slightly different design, maybe a new operating system. It's the same thing. Okay. Really, every phone camera is good. Every phone has decent battery life. Every phone is fast, okay? Every phone can do pretty much the same thing. Just one you can customize and one you can sort of customize, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. I think we're all just kind of tired. <laughs> we're all tired of phones just being so damn boring. And it comes back to physics and it comes back to there's just not much you can do with a rectangle. And I will die on this hill. I will die in the cell because it is just so beyond true. It really is. So, I mean, this episode is just going to be hashing the same points over and over again. But I just have to say it. There's not much you can do with a rectangle. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry, Apple. Sorry, Samsung. Sorry, Google. Whatever other phone manufacturers are out there. Sorry. There's not much you can do. Okay, so the rest of the episode, we're going to be talking about predictions and I mean, I guess this section is technically a prediction, but I kind of just want to talk about this before I get into the predictions of what is next after the smartphone. Because like I said, people aren't upgrading every year. People aren't doing phone changes. People aren't making better phones. They're all the same. They're just a little bit different. So what is next? What is next after the smartphone? And I think that many people don't realize that these companies, they know that people aren't buying their phones. They know that it's the same shit every year. And they know that they have to fix that. Like Apple, like Apple right now is like focusing on like their VR, AR headset, reality headset. I don't know. We can talk about it when it launches, but they've been talking about that for the past like four years now. So like kind of like, okay, let's, let's see what it is. Let's figure it out. So what is next after the smartphone? And now, to be completely honest with you guys, I don't think there's going to be a next smartphone for another, at the earliest, five years, at the longest, almost 10 years. I don't think there's going to be anything that's going to threaten to replace the phone because the phone is just so ubiquitous. 
in like technology, like I feel like this is going to be a sidetrack. I feel like technology in the early two thousand, in the nineties and early two thousands, technology was just bam, 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 bam. New innovation every year, something completely different every year. It was just bam, 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 bam. Once we got to like two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, we kind of saw technology like there's still bams. There's like big things that happen, but it is slowed down. There's not much new, and now we're in the twenty twenties. And there's just not much new. You know, there's like electric cars. Cool. Electric cars has been around forever. We're just finally starting to get electric cars to be better. There's artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence has been around, honestly, since the 80s. We're just refining it. There's nothing really new coming out. There's nothing new and interesting coming out. It's not like it was in like the 2000s when like a new concept, a new idea that was never made before has come to market. Because the market is so oversaturated and technology is just honestly matured at this point that i cannot see a smartphone replacement coming within the next five years apple is going to make you think that the smartphone replacement is going to be the the glasses and stuff like that and like i've heard people theorize that it's going to be like the apple watch where like now the apple watch can kind of function without the phone but the, the glasses aren't going to function without the phone for a few years and then you know something will change I know Apple's probably betting on the VR heads, and I'm sure it would be cool. I'm sure there'll be some use cases, but, you know, a headset is far more uncomfortable to wear daily than taking out your phone to do something, you know? Like, let's let's really think about it. What can replace the smartphone? Really nothing. I mean, this virtual reality headset, until it gets to the point where it doesn't interrupt your daily life, you don't have to charge all the time, it's not super unwieldy and uncomfortable. The phone is just going to stay what it is, you know, until it gets to the point where it's literally indistinguishable from a pair of glasses. Then it's just going to be like, there's not going to be a replacement. I mean, I could see kind of like smart glasses kind of taking over in a way. But also at the same time, I can't because like we saw smart glasses in like 2012 with the Google Glass and that failed miserably. Maybe it was too early. Maybe we need more technology. But, you know, I mean, it's just I can't see it. I don't know. I just I cannot see something feasibly replacing the smartphone. So now that we know that nothing's really going to feasibly replace the smartphone in the next five to ten years, Let's think what predictions we can make about smartphones coming out within the next year or so. What are they going to be like? Are foldable phones going to be on trend? Is the iPhone not going to come out every year anymore? Like, what what can companies do to make things interesting? And what can companies do to kind of just prevent the boring shit that they throw out every year? You know, Let, let's get into that. Let's talk about the predictions now. Okay, so these are my predictions. They're my personal predictions. I don't know if any of them are going to come true. I do think that some of them will. Like, not, I'm not being deranged or anything. I'm not being like, you know what? Apple's going to listen to this podcast and Tim Cook's going to listen to this podcast. He's going to take my advice because that's not going to happen. But I have been observing technology for a long time. I've been consuming technology my entire life, really. Let's think about it. Yeah, really. I kind of think I know what I'm talking about when I really don't, but there's things that basic people can like assume, like what's going to happen. And I honestly really think that 
we're going to be at the point where there's not going to be any more yearly releases of smartphones. I know that sounds shocking. I really know. Especially because car manufacturers still make the same thing every year. And like, in a way, like I can see people being like, you know, being like, oh, well, you're not supposed to upgrade your phone every year. Even Apple, like, suggests not upgrading your phone every year, you know. And like, that's true. But there's going to be a point where just no one's going to, only the people who are going to buy new phones are going to be the ones who have old phones. And like, I'm sure there's like, they're still getting millions of sales with that because, of course, you know, just this year, this year, the iPhone 8 is going to be six years old. So, you know, those people are going to, are looking to upgrade this year, you know, if they haven't upgraded yet. So there's always going to be people who are going to be on older devices. They're going to want to go to new devices and there's going to be like benefits to, you know, making a new phone every year, blah, 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 blah. But I feel that there's going to be a company. I don't know what company, probably going to be a company that doesn't really to sell that much so they can do this i mean like obviously apple they make pretty much all their money off the iphone so they're probably not going to do this they're probably going to find some other way to make sure this doesn't happen but it could happen to them too who knows i can see them not doing year the releases i can see them doing every other year release so say let, let, let's just say google google does this okay and i'm saying google because let's be real do they really sell any pixel phones they probably don't sell that many. And that's literally full teen, full shade. I don't think they sell that many phones. I just, I can't. I don't see them that often in public. Maybe just this past year I started seeing Google Pixel 6s in public, but they, they, they don't sell. <laughs> okay. Besides that, um, I can see them releasing, say, okay, so this year the Pixel 8 is going to be a thing. Say they released Pixel 8 this year. And next year, in 2024, they don't release the Pixel 9. They maybe just do a color refresh in 2024. And then in 2025, they release the Pixel 9. They do it every other year. And one company is going to do that. And they're going to probably see some sort of success with it. Because, you know, if you don't upgrade your phone every, you know, you don't change your phone design every year. There's not going to be many people to upgrade every year. But if you maybe you switch to every other year, you're going to get people who typically upgrade their phone every year. You're going to get them really needing a new device and really craving a new device. And you're going to get those people on top of the people who are already going to upgrade their old devices. And they're going to, like, you know, buy that. <laughs> you know, that sounds so stupid now that I'm thinking about it out loud. But, you know, I can see them doing every other year releases a company doing that and seeing some sort of success with it because you know that may mean that for one thing that definitely can do is that they can have much more differences between phones because if you don't have to have a new and latest feature in every phone if you don't okay what am i saying the iphone right there's always a new feature for the iPhone, whether it be the camera, whether it be a software thing, whether it be like a hardware change, design change. Every year there's a headlining feature. There's usually only one headlining feature, but like in some years like the iPhone 10, there's like a bajillion headlining features. Face ID, the redesign, uh, the OLED screen, the, the full screen. There's so many things about that, right? And then the next year was like a camera upgrade in a bigger size. 
say Apple this year decides we're not going to release the iPhone 15. We're just going to release maybe a cheaper option and maybe we're going to do a color change. And then in 2024, they released the iPhone 15. And because they saved a year, year's worth of technology upgrades, they can give it a way better camera. They can give it a brand new design. They can give it some other feature that they were going to wait to put in the next generation. Like they can, they can kind of like harvest features that kind of like stack them up in the background. And like, you know, because it's every other year, they have much more things to put in the next phone. And those bigger upgrades will get people who uh, typically don't upgrade every year to maybe upgrade every two years. And, you know, maybe carriers can be like, yeah, because then we can push our month or two year programs of paying off your phone and then there'll be more people to do that like they're 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 obviously there's people who are like thinking of this and testing it through and like asking like focus groups on what they want to do and i'm sure a lot of people normal people would agree that they don't need a new phone every year and they don't want to because it's the same one as last year but maybe if they release a phone every other year and there's more meaningful and i mean like meaningful upgrades people will maybe like yeah you know i like this every other year approach I like having a, a phone completely different from the next one. You know, I don't have to, like, worry about have, not having the latest phone all the time, which that's stupid, obviously. But, you know, I, I can see a lot of people be like, yeah, this actually this actually works. This is something that I can get behind, and I can be like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's upgrade every other year, you know? So that's a prediction. That's one of my predictions. Okay, so the next prediction has something specifically to do with Apple, because I think if Apple were to do this, they would have literally the most success out of anyone else doing this. And that would be that phone subscriptions are the key to success for Apple's future. Now, this has actually been a rumor I've been seeing for the past few years of Apple theorizing a phone subscription service where maybe it's like you rent the phone and then you can upgrade every year kind of like the iPhone upgrade program, but maybe it's like a little bit more subsidized because like you have to turn in your phone. Uh, you have to turn it in your phone maybe after uh, a year or you have to pay it off. And like, it can be like, you can pay a little bit now, but then if you want to keep it, you have to pay more. Like they, they can do something like that. And maybe they could like sweeten the deal by maybe throwing in Apple Music for free with the lifetime purchase of the phone. Maybe throw in some extra iCloud storage. They can do something cool like that. And honestly, that is a genius marketing move business-wise because it gets people to constantly pay for your service, constantly give you money. And also, it's just good for those people who literally just buy the new iPhone every year and they can just swap it for the new one. And you have so much like shit with that. Like People people would go crazy for that. They really would go crazy. And I feel like that may be something that maybe carriers start doing. They may start doing the thing where... You can always have the latest and greatest phone if you just rent it. You know, we require you to add a production plan with it because you're renting it from us. And then when the new phone comes out, you just come into the store, swap it out, and you have the new device. And if you like that phone, you can just pay off the remaining balance, and there you go. Like, I can see a lot of companies, like, going off with it and, like, literally, like, making phone subscriptions a thing. And, like, each company can have, like, a little incentive. Like, you know, obviously no one would probably do it if... I mean, no, no, nah, people would do it with Apple. <laughs> people would definitely do it with Apple, but maybe Apple's, like, key to getting more people to get into this. Like, hey, you get Apple one subscription with it for free. You know, you don't have to pay extra. And, hey, we'll include 
Apple Care Plus for free since you're renting the device, you know, like they can do that. Maybe they could knock off $300 off the price. So instead of it maybe being, say now that newest iPhone costs $25 a month for 24 months to finance it, maybe they can drop that down to by $10 from 25 to 15 if you do the subscription service where you rent the phone maybe they can do that they can do something like that and like we'll give you extra bonus bonus points and like this would definitely work because there's so many people who just pay for their phone monthly that that's how people get the latest greatest tech that's how i get the latest and greatest tech i pay it off monthly uh i actually paid off my phone so it's fully paid off but a lot of people do that and it's quite successful and i feel like that we get a lot of people of course upgrading every year because they can do it for free and I'll get Apple to always have sales, and I'll get Apple to constantly get money, and, you know, it it, it sounds bad. Like, you, you, there's definitely will be downsides to that, because, of course, you'll never own the device. And, like, people talk about that, be like, oh, you, you'll own nothing and be happy. Like, I've seen those thousands of times. And, like, you know what? To most people, a phone is just a phone. They just want their, their phone. And, like... This may be a good option for them, you know. It's something new and exciting every year. You're guaranteed the new phone, you know. And, like, of course, a lot of people do trade-ins, and this can kind of, like, eliminate trade-ins. And, like, they have to make it cheaper, obviously. They, like, in order for this to work, it would have to be not the same price as the uh, the rent program, like the Apple Card program. It would have to be, like, significantly probably cheaper with a benefit attached to it. And if they do that and they do it right, they'll be rolling in the dough and they'll be thanking me because I gave them the idea. No, I didn't. But yeah, that's that's just a prediction I have. I think Apple switching to a subscription iPhone plan service will definitely get them to have more people who are willing to upgrade yearly. And like, I don't know, it can change something with them or something. I don't know. Again, these are just my predictions. I don't expect them to become true. But at the same time, my predictions are quite smart, so they might come true. I don't know. I don't want to be cocky. Prediction number three is something that I just randomly thought of, and I'm just like, this is a prediction I see happening because I saw this trending on TikTok. And I'm like, the TikTokers know what they're doing. They know how to make trends happen, and this is this is something that's going to happen. It's going to fuck everyone up. It's Everyone's going to be like, what the fuck do we do now? And it is that flip phones are going to have a resurgence. I do not mean foldable flip phones. I don't mean that. What I mean is flip phones, like in the sense of like a flip phone, like a Motorola Razor, you know, like a flip phone, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, a flip phone, right? Um, I don't mean a foldable phone, foldable smartphone, but like a flip phone because kids now are like they're figuring out that they're getting like depressed by their phones and they're not taking their phones with them when they go clubbing or like out to parties they're bringing their flip phones with and they have a data plan with it and they give their phones their flip phone numbers and that's just how they do it they don't feel distracted they feel good they feel confident and they're just loving it and honestly that's going to catch on like i i definitely predict that catching on for the next few years I know that social media is an incubus succubus that everyone hates, honestly. Like, I don't think anyone really loves social media. 
I think this is a great way for people to stay connected while being disconnected at the same time. Like you can't do much on a flip phone. So I think this is something that's literally going to like blow out of proportion. And like this is, I mean, this is a prediction that like deals with phones. It's not really smartphones, but you know, I can see a company like Apple, you know, I'm going to keep talking about Apple like that. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe Samsung, they're going to see that the girlies and the gays and the bays are buying up these flip phones and being like, yes, you know, we love that flip phone. And Samsung's going to be like, hmm, how about we make a Galaxy flip phone that like has like some smart features built into it, but it's like really aesthetic and it is an affordable screen so we can sell it for like 200 bucks. And like it has like Galaxy features, like it has a decent camera maybe. What other Galaxy features are there? It, it runs a light version of Android, but like you can't really run apps on it because that's kind of like the point of this is like to have like a, a dumb phone for like this shit. And like I was even thinking like Apple, fuck Apple can get onto this and make like an iPhone flip and like not like the sense of like a flipping iPhone, like a foldable iPhone, but in the sense of like an iPhone that like a, a flip phone that looks aesthetically pleasing. Like I'm imagining it having glass having a decent camera on it, have like a nice Apple logo. I mean, the Apple logo like turns colors to alert you for a phone call. Maybe it has a version of like the Apple Watch OS on it. So it's like lightweight and easy to use and like customizable. Like, oh wait, that would be really cool. Like imagine this, imagine this, okay? But you're thinking heads on, we're going to imagine something really quickly. Imagine a flip phone. It's like a black flip phone, glossy glass. It's got stainless steel sides on it. It's got glass front and back. On the front of the flip phone, you know, like the flip phone lid, there's an Apple Watch display on it. So you can customize it to like whatever you want and like have like a lightweight OS on top of it. And then when you open it up, it has like the keypad and stuff like that, but it has like Touch ID and like the middle button. And like it has like, you know, a T9 keyboard on it. And then on the inside, it has like an iPhone Lite OS on it. But instead of you're limited, you can't download many apps on it. You're limited to maybe iMessage and like calendar and like the camera and music. You're limited to all those apps, but you have like Apple Music on it. You have iMessage built into it and you have a decent camera. So like when you want to go on the go, but you don't want to bring your phone to be distracted by social media, you can whip this baby out and have a great night and also still take great fucking pictures because it's an iPhone camera while also still iMessaging your best friends. Like imagine this, like this is like genius like apple tim cook you're listening to this right now be sure to take this idea and run with it and write me a check for it too because i just like fucking saved your company (laughs) but no literally isn't this not like the coolest shit you've heard like i would definitely buy this are you kidding me i would love to have a, a flip phone with a decent camera that can connect to airpods and I can iMessage people, and, like, I can just bring that with me everywhere. And, like, fuck, I'll sell the iPhone. No. Ooh, yeah, fuck, yeah, I'll sell the iPhone. And, like, that will be my phone. And, like, I can have my iPad for home, and, like, I'll be set. Like, the best of fucking both worlds, you know? I'm not a distracting little device in your pocket, but it still can make calls. It can still make texts. It can send iMessages. It can take decent pictures. Like, yeah, sign me the fuck up, Apple. Like, make this right now. I want it right now. Okay, this is the last uh, prediction I have. And then we'll just move on with the rest of the episode. Um, And that prediction is that 
foldable phones are a fucking fad. They are. <laughs> they really are, okay? So like I said in my last one, I think flip phones are going to be trendy again, but I don't think like a, a folding phone, flip phone, are going to be trendy ever. I don't think they are. I mean, like I had a Galaxy Z flip for three days <laughs> and I returned it because there's just too many compromises. And like even without the compromises... Flipping open a phone is very intentional, and the only way I would want to flip open a phone would be to call someone or take a picture. That'd be it. I don't want to flip open my phone to send a lengthy text message. I don't want to flip open my phone to scroll through TikTok. I just don't. And like the flip phone, the Z Flip was cute. I like it. It was cute. If I was able to keep it as a second device, I would have done. I would have kept it, honestly. Um, but you know, I couldn't. So I didn't see any purpose of it. And I didn't want to switch from an iPhone to the Z Flip. It just wasn't it. It wasn't fun. You know, and I just, I can't see foldable phones being like the standard. I can't. And like part of me still wants Apple to make a flip phone. Like not like the flip phone I just said, but like also like that. I want that too. But like a normal folding phone. I don't know if I, I kind of want it, but I don't want it at the same time. Because like I've, I've experienced it with the Z Flip. And while maybe if like the Z Flip ran iOS, I would have probably kept it. Um, I just, I don't know. I can't, I can't see it being going anywhere. I'm sorry, I can't. You know, even like the ones that turn into like a tablet, like who cares? <laughs> who cares? I don't need to bring a tablet with me everywhere I go, okay? My phone screen is big enough. I have a 6.7 inch display with me in my pocket every time. I don't need anything bigger. I don't want anything bigger when I'm on the go. I kind of want to be on my phone less on the go. So, and I think other people are like that too, you know? Like, it, it's going to be maybe another three or four years before, like, flip phones, like, I'm not flip phones, before foldable phones are going to be, like, decent and not, like, fuck up every five seconds and not, like, crack really easily and break really easily. And by that point, are people even going to want to buy another phone? You know, like... I don't know, man. I can't. I can't see it happening. So I think that floatable phones are literally just going to be a fad. They're going to be a cute idea that Samsung decided that they wanted to do and spent millions of billions of dollars into it. And then they're going to realize, yeah, that was a waste of money. So we're just going to go back to making normal phones and like call it a day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you like a flip phone, I mean, why am I saying flip phone? If you like a foldable phone, like if you have a Galaxy Z Flip, honestly, I'm jealous of you that you like that phone. It was a cool device, okay? It, it was definitely the most fun phone I've had in a long time. Definitely. But the funness wore out quickly. I got tired of Android. I just did not think that it was going to last me comfortably three years because I got it through AT&T, so I'd have to, if I didn't return it, I'd have to keep it for three years. And... I couldn't see it lasting that long just because of the crease and like things getting into the crease and ugh. you can't put a screen protector on it. And I love screen protectors because they protect your screen. You know, there's just way too many compromises. And I think still even like the top of the line folding phones, they're just too many compromises, man. I, folding screen technology. Yeah, sure. Maybe like for a laptop, that'd be kind of cool. But Folding phones are just boring, and they're a fad, and they're going to flop within a few years. And you can thank me for that prediction. You're welcome. 
All right, guys, I have literally nothing else to talk about. I thought I did, but I actually went through everything I wanted to talk about in this episode. So this is going to be it for this week's episode. So first off, I just want to say thank you so, so, so much for sticking with me and dealing with every other weekly uploads just because it just works out better. You know, I feel like I can like put more into an episode and like put more effort into it. Even though this week's episode is going up late, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, you know. It's going to go up a day late. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, this is the way with my life. It's just it's just so much easier to do every other week. And, like, yeah, the engagement may not be the best and stuff like that, but I just love making a podcast because it's fun. And, like, this is fun stuff to talk about. I like talking about phones. I like talking about technology. You know, this is fun, and I like it, and I'm glad you guys are listening to it and enjoying it. Uh, like I said in my last episode, I am still on a social media break. I'll be back in April. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm already on day 18 so far. And, like, I mean, I have, like, somewhat of a, a like, a tick to, like, go into TikTok, but I don't. And, like, yeah. So, like, I'm I'm dealing with it. I'm thriving. I'm vibing. You know, I'll, I'll survive. I'll probably do another one in the future. But, yeah. Thank you guys again so much for listening and uh, subscribing. You know, make sure you turn on the post notifications so you get notified whenever I upload an episode. And be sure to go to anchor.fm slash technocriticpod for more information about the podcast. And also be sure to follow our Instagram page at technocriticpod for updates on future episodes, even though I have not posted on that (laughs) in a while. Sorry, but that's there too. Uh, yeah, guys. Um, again, I'm sorry that I have to talk really quietly in these episodes. I just, I can't be yelling and screaming all the time. And like, I, I don't live alone. So that's just how it is. But yeah, guys, um, I hope you guys had a good day. I hope you love this episode. Um, I'm going to be putting a little poll in the Spotify. By the way, if you guys are listening on Spotify, I can actually add polls into the episodes. So I'm going to ask you guys a question. This is going to be our question of the week. How often do you upgrade your phone? So I'm going to put that poll, and I want to see those poll results. So I think if you swipe up while you're listening to this episode, there's going to be a poll right there. And I'm going to ask you guys, how often do you upgrade your phones? And I want to see, because I know a lot of people, they don't upgrade every year like I do. And I just want to see. Let's spark a conversation with that, you know. Be sure to rate this episode five stars on Apple Podcast Reviews, and on, I think you can do it on Spotify as well. Like I said, be sure to turn on post notifications so you don't ever miss an episode. Next episode will be in uh, another week. So, uh, yeah, every other week episodes. So I shall see you guys in the next episode. Stay cool. Stay chill. Stay technified. I don't know. I'm still figuring out outros and intros. Um, I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening and you have a great, great day. Bye-bye.